Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello and welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here live on the air with me. I am always so grateful for you, for each one of you, for listening to my show live, archived, and also for downloading the show on iTunes. I do appreciate you all. Much love to you. Just a quick introduction. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. Some of the areas that affect our life are as follow but not limited to our personal growth, professional growth, money, finances, spirituality, health, fitness, and also overall the quality of life. On this show, we have guests that come and help me along the way, and sometimes I host the show solo. Before I bring on my guests, I would like to set my intention as usual. My intention of doing this show is to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's all up to you. All I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your right, your life, so make the decision that is right for you. My guests are professional in their field, so if you like, you can reach them directly from the information I provide on the show. And remember, the show is intended to be for information purpose and also thought-provoking. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.coachingbyria.com. You can also send me a message here on the show, so make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information. You can also email me at coachria, one word, at gmail.com. That's coachria at gmail.com. I'm also on Skype, so please reach out to me if I can help you in any way. We have a great guest today and great show for you. Our guest is Len Branson, the author of Super Guide Me. Len is a Belgian author, a filmmaker, and journalist. Len is not your regular teacher or guru. When you ask him a question, he will answer you with a question. After being laid off from his job as a program director for the Belgian and Dutch MTV, Len was forced to rethink his career. He did not know at that time the real riches will come from within. In the beginning of 2009, Len woke up in the middle of the night with an idea to formulate a European answer to the personal growth phenomenon, the secret. He decided to test the law of attraction, which is described in his worldwide best-selling book and movie. In September of 2009, with a small TV crew, Len left on a road trip for nine days to an old man's story in Andalusia, Spain, 
along with nine wise men and nine witnesses from Holland and Belgium to be part of the beginning of the biggest spiritual experiment ever, Super Wise Me, Law of the Heart, on that magical day for his 40th birthday. He very strongly realized he indeed had become a millionaire. He had traveled the world, produced dream after dream, learned from the best teacher around, and crossed paths with Michael Beckwith, Neil Diamond Walsh, Richard Branson, and the Dalai Lama, Mary Diamond, Stephen Covey, Sean Stevenson, and so on. He had discovered the path to real riches. His wish to be super rich at 40 was granted. He became, and still, is an inner millionaire, practicing what he teaches and walking his talk. It's my pleasure to introduce you to my guest, Len Branson. Welcome, welcome, Len. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for bringing in those people and clapping for me. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, I, I try to do you justice, but I'm going to hand it over to you. So what what else can we know about Lynn that I did not mention? Oh, wow. Well, you know, I'm I'm still on my journey. And, and actually, uh, the, the whole thing that started in, in 2007, uh, after watching the, the, the Secret and learning about the teachings of Abraham with uh, Esther Hicks, um, I mean, going on that journey has brought me so much from, from the movie, Superwise Me, to uh, my newest uh, book, which is a companion to the movie called Super Guide Me, uh, Love Your Heart. And, uh, and I'm also just uh, launching uh, a, a brand new free online inspirational and educational platform called eBriar. Uh, it's at eBriar.com. So nice. okay. I'm full of, of amazing and beautiful new uh, dreams and journeys and productions and content. So, you know, I'm here at a full hour, and I can answer everything that you're, you're asking me and try to give as much as possible. Because that's what I'm here for, just to give as much I, as possible. I thank you so much. And just for our listeners who are listening to the show live, if you'd like to speak to with me or my guest, Len Branson, please feel free to dial in 626-213-5773. Seven, three, and also you can um, dial in Skype. Hopefully the Skype icon is showing next to the phone number now. And the chat room is open. So whatever form of communication you'd like to communicate with us, please go ahead and sign in in the chat room and put your comment or question there. I see a few, few people there already. Thank you, my friends, for signing in. And, uh, okay, so back to you, Len. Um, the journey to supervise me um, – the the law of the heart it came to you you know and you you know you woke up in the middle of the night and you had this idea and you took it on and uh it, so tell me a little bit more about it well you know it, it, it's so amazing to um uh well, let me let me start with the beginning um after i've seen the secret and that was in 2007 and i'm talking about the original uh the secret because there's two versions of it Right. And the original version, uh, we have Esther Hicks uh, from the teachings of Abraham right. in it, and she got edited out in the second version of The Secret. I'm just emphasizing that because uh, through The Secret, I got to uh, know the teachings of Abraham and Esther Hicks, and I really thought that was very, very cool information 
and actually affirmation for everything that I've done in my life before I saw The Secret. I was a music executive. Um, I, I, I've, I've met all the great musicians, artists that I love. I had a great, great, great career. But the turning point was in 2007 after seeing a secret. I thought, you know what? I've done this all my life. Now I can do anything but on a conscious level. And um, so I, 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 you know, I took a new path. And um, I decided to change music, um, my first passion uh, of my life, and exchange it for love and wisdom. And uh, I didn't know at the time yet what that would mean, but you know, I set that intention. Um, and then move up of about two years later, uh, February 2009, that's the night that I woke up and I had this idea of doing a documentary, creating a documentary and writing a book about a spiritual experiment. And um, I've never, I never done that before. It, it was just an, an idea, uh, but I took the first steps. The next day I started writing down the idea, the concept, format, and um, I started producing the whole thing. And the, the format of the, of the movie is uh, that came to me that night was how cool would it be to take nine teachers from Holland and Belgium, so teachers that could be coaches, authors, speakers, that are working with love and wisdom and, and spirituality and personal growth, how cool it would it be if I would take those nine teachers from Belgium and Holland on a road trip for nine days and during that road trip, I would have them teach each other because they never get to teach each other. They go on stage or they, they're doing a radio show somewhere and then they move on. They never interact a lot with each other. So I thought, I'm, I'm going to bring them together and I'm going to lock them up for nine days and I'm, I'm, I'm going to have them teach each other. And at the same time, in the concept, the idea was while they're teaching each other, while they're being with each other, I'm going to throw in nine life questions. Questions that we all have. Who am I? Who is God? How to forgive? How to love? How to release? Um, all those questions I decided to throw in, and uh, I would have them answer those questions while they were going into this amazing inner journey and outer journey with me uh, for this movie and book. Uh, so that was, that was the whole idea. Um, so when I started the next day, that's all I knew. But I took the first step by writing it down, by making a list of people that I could approach and ask. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know any of those people. I didn't know how to make a movie. I didn't know how to write a book. I didn't know anything about the publishing business. That was all very new to me. But um, I had inspiration and I had passion for it and I felt it. So I listened to my heart. I literally applied uh, the stuff that I've learned through my life and uh, that was emphasized again by the secret and the law of attraction. And I just went on and took step by step and I approached people and people said yes, some people said no. I, I, I looked for uh, somebody who could do camera stuff and a sound man and a producer and slowly everything came together. And um, before I knew it, on the 9th of the 9th of the 9th, 999, hence uh, the number, the nine questions, the nine mm -hmm. teachers, the nine master classes. On the 9th of September, we left with a crew of 30 people. Um, and look, the destination was an old monastery in Andalusia, in Spain, near Sevilla. And we arrived there, and we stayed there for nine days. We answered the questions. We did the master classes. And 
let me tell you, that was an amazing, amazing journey. Because when you're together with people like that, and, 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 mm-hmm. and you're like confined in an old monastery, there's no TV, there's no, no distraction, mm-hmm. you're really together. Um, you know, after a couple of days, if you have a mask, that mask will drop. You can't keep up any act anymore. So raw, authentic power is, is emerging. And with that, uh, inspirational answers are, are there to those questions. And, uh, and so we shot the whole thing. And um, when I came back, I had amazing footage to make a movie. And I had amaz- amazing uh, wisdom and knowledge and, and content to write a book. And uh, I mean, from there, I can go on telling you magical stories that happened. Magical story, I can imagine. Oh. And you know what? It all started with the question, didn't it? Exactly. And, and I believe that, I mean, that I'm very passionate about questions. Because questions is like an, an, a very easy, simple uh, kickstart for personal growth. Right. If you have anything in your life that, that you're struggling with, anything in your life that you have problems with, that you feel resistance with, all of that, if you start asking questions about that matter, about that, mm-hmm. that subject to yourself, and if you become quiet, and if you let all the voices that are talking to you um, slow down and, and disappear, because, I mean, there's tons of voices talking to you. There's the government talking to you. There's your teachers talking to you. Your parents are talking to you. Your friends are talking to you. Your neighbor is talking to you. But at some point, if you're still, you're going to start hearing that inner voice inside of you, giving you all the answers that you need. And it starts with a simple question. And the question is powerful. The law of the question Mark is amazing. If you ask a question, you cannot ignore it. If I ask you, what's your favorite color, it's going to come to your mind right right away. Right. If I ask you, what's your favorite number, it's going to come to your mind right away. So that simple trick to get answers is just, you know, to ask, ask the question. question. To ask exactly. the question, absolutely. And that's what everything is about with, with what I do. All my content is based around mm-hmm. questions. Right. Well, and in my coaching, this is how I practice my coaching. It's serious a question, and my clients always ask me, it's like, why are you ask me a question? I said, because you have the answer. But exactly. you never ask yourself the question. And that's what it is. I mean, it's 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 truly, truly amazing. Um, And, you know, ask and you shall receive, right? But let me ask you this question. I love Michael Beckwith. I love Ricky. I mean, they are the most amazing people. I met them, you know, in Philly. And uh, what is it like to work with Michael Beckwith? He was narr- he narrated the uh, the the first one right the supervise yeah. me supervise me love the heart is narrated by Michael Beckwith. See when I started it and when when I when I woke up I knew that the movie that I was going to create and, and, and thing that was coming uh, was not just for Belgium and Holland. I'm, it, it's been very successful in Belgium and Holland. It's been on TV. Uh, the book has been published by by a major publisher and and so everything was. Has, has has been working out extremely amazingly well, uh, but I knew I wasn't doing it just for Belgium and Holland. I wanted to do something for the world. I wanted to share my story and journey with the world. So my idea was, okay, I'm working with people from Holland and Belgium, so the movie will be mostly in Dutch, uh, so I can subtitle it. But if I really want to make it international, I need a narrator that uh, has uh, the universal language, and, and one of the universal languages is English. So I thought, who could who could that be? And um, Michael Beckwith came to mind. And uh, and it, it's a funny story, really, because here I am, somebody who has never done a documentary, never done a book, never done anything, 
And I have a, a, a send out an email to the people of Michael Beckford, whoever they are, and I mm-hmm. asked them if Michael wants to be the narrator. And, and I didn't have any footage at the time. I just had an email telling the story, the, the concept, and a couple of pictures that we took while we were doing it. No footage. I was a nobody. I mean, you know, a, a very nobody from Belgium or Holland. And Michael is approached by so many people. How on earth would that work out? And um, that story, how it, would, how it worked out, I want to tell you that because it's Pretty amazing story. Please so do. I love to hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So this is what happened, right? So I had actually somebody in the states that I knew that um, was going to uh, contact uh, uh, the people of Michael Beckwith. So she sent the mail out to the people of Michael Beckwith asking if he wanted to be involved, and they said no. Michael was not going to be involved in that time. It didn't fit with his schedule. It didn't fit with his other agreements that he had with PBS and so on and so on. So we got to know. At that moment, I was like, okay, then it'll be somebody better better that fits what this needs to be. Mm-hmm. So I kind of let it go and, and released and wasn't frustrated or mad or anything about it. Um, so I was open for anything to happen. At the, same, at the same time that I was ready to start writing the book, and I decided to write the book a couple of months after getting back from Spain, and I decided to write the book in uh, Bali, Ubud. Um, which is a beautiful place. I, I recommend everybody to go there if you can. Where is it? I'm sorry. Ubud, Ubud in Bali. Bali. In, in okay. Amazing. amazing. So I um, I booked my trip for Christmas time 2009. That's when I wanted to write a book. 14 days, 12 chapters, every day chapter. I thought that would work out. So in 14 days, I would have my book. Um, so I go to the airport, and arriving at the airport, they tell me that the plane is canceled. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And when is the next plane going? And they say, we don't know. Now, to have a plane canceled to Bali, Indonesia, from Holland, that's very weird because there's tons of planes going up and down the whole time. Anyhow, I decide to uh, go back home and cancel the trip to Bali because if I would have to leave later, or a couple of days later, it would take too much time because it's a pretty long flight and you know I would lose time to write my book. So I go online and I decide somehow to book a flight to Los Angeles. Now you, you got to know uh, that uh, I didn't know that Michael Beckwith had his uh, spiritual center in Los Angeles. Oh wow! At that time, I didn't, okay. I didn't know that because I, I I didn't approach his people. I mean, I had somebody doing that, and I just didn't know at all. But anyhow, I end up in Los Angeles, deciding that I was going to write my book in Palm Springs. Now I I didn't go to Palm Springs uh, because uh, when I arrived with my plane from Holland in LA, I went to Alamo to get my car, and there's 100 people, 100 people there in line, and I'm also in line, and everybody's screaming because they take everybody in, and then they send them to the parking lot, and in the parking lot there's no cars, and with no cars I mean zero cars. I've oh never seen God. Alamo having no cars. It's important to tell you this because it's so part of the story. So. Everybody's screaming, all problems, and I'm just waiting, getting to the desk, and I'm saying, well, guys, I think you don't have any cards, right? And they're like, no, we don't. Okay, bring me to a hotel. I'll come back tomorrow morning. Next morning, I go back. There's tons of cars, and two people in front of me. One of the guys is from Sweden, and we start talking. And uh, we have a good talk. He's like, yeah, I meditated. I was here yesterday, too. It was crazy. I said, yeah, I don't know why that happened. He's like, me neither. Okay, we talk. And then we both go to the desk. 
and we take off. He goes his way, I go my way. Um, I arrive in Venice, and I decide, you know what, Venice is a cool place. I'll stay in Venice and write my book here. So in Venice, I constantly meet up that Swedish guy again. I run into him, like, hey, you're here, hey, you're here. And um, we, we start talking, and the guy is like, well, you should uh, meet this journalist friend of mine who works for Reader's Digest and talk about super widening. So I'm like, okay, I'll do that. So I make more with the journalist. And uh, we decided to meet each other at Le Bain Quotidien at uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. And I'm a little early, so I, I go on my laptop to write a little more because I'm writing my book, of course. Now, in that moment, what happens is I get a virus on my computer. And that's kind of weird because I'm doing really beautiful stuff, like about love and wisdom. And so I'm like wondering, how does the law of attraction work with this? Why would I attract this? Why is this happening? It's so interesting. So I didn't get mad. I didn't get frustrated. I, you know, I just tried to understand it, but I, I let it go. And I go on the phone and I look up somebody who could fix my computer, a, a shop or something. I get a phone number. I call that guy. And, and I'm asking, so are you guys still open? Can I come down? Uh, it's kind of urgent. I'm writing a book. And I, you know, it's, and my computer has a virus. And I really got to keep moving with it. So he's like, oh, yeah, come on down. We're open. No problem. So I'm driving down and um, after the meeting with the journalist. And uh, I can't really find it. And, but So I call back the guy. And he's, like, guiding me to the shop. But while he's guiding me, it's not like that I'm going to a commercial area or something. It's like I'm going to a neighborhood. And I'm, like, really wondering, again, what, what have I done? Where am I going? Right. Where am I going? What what does the law of attraction is, is getting in place for me now? What's the universe doing, right? So um, I end up in a neighborhood uh, in an, a, just a, a regular house, and I ring the bell, and the guy opens it, cats everywhere. I'm like, where am I? This is weird. Anyhow, I let it be. I go to the back of his house. He has a little office, so he starts working on my computer. So I'm like, okay, cool. At least... It's going to be fixed and I can continue with my book because I didn't even have a backup at the time, which is kind of silly, right? But anyhow, it, it brought me there. Um, so in the beginning, I started talking with the guy and we we're talking about uh, computer stuff. Bill Gates, Microsoft, Apple. I mean, that's what you do with a computer guy. At right. some point, uh, we're starting talking about other stuff. And uh, so he's asking, so what do you do with it? I'm like writing books. I'm, I'm writing a book about professional growth and spirituality and all that supervise me. And he's like, wow, that's so cool. Since I was 11, I've been, I've been into spirituality. And we're starting to have this great spiritual conversation. How cool is it to have somebody fixing your computer and you get this interaction with somebody about stuff that, that you're passionate about. And he's passionate about it too. So I'm, I'm like, thank you, the universe. Thank you. This is so cool that, you know, if I have a virus, at least my computer guy is now a spiritual computer guy. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> How thank awesome you. is that? Right. Okay. I know. I know. So, Next thing, I'm telling him about the movie, and uh, I'm saying, well, you know, and I'm looking for a, a voiceover. Uh, I asked Mike Witt, because, but he said, no. He's like, Michael Beckwith. I'm like, yeah, Michael Beckwith. He's like, did you know that you are right now 10 minutes from his spiritual center, Agape? I'm like, no, I didn't know that. And he says, did you know that I go there with my uh, wife every Wednesday and Sunday. Oh, Wednesday Michael and Sunday. States. Okay, yes, uh-huh. And I, I'm like, no, I didn't know that. And that was Tuesday. So he's like, 
Hold on, I have a friend who knows Michael. So he calls up Wayne. Wayne, I have Len here, supervise me. He's really great. You should meet him, blah, 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 blah. So Wayne comes down, and the next day, we all go to Michael Beckwith on stage in uh, Agape, and, and we have a blast. It's beautiful. And I'm enjoying it, and I didn't even you know, expect it. But in the end, you know, so my plane to Bali is not going through. My car is not there. Um, I get a computer virus. And now, all of that, one by one, all this bad stuff. leading you to go to the Agave Center. Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't stop there. What happens the next day is I get a call from uh, uh, the, the, the person that uh, was trying to get me uh, uh, in touch with the people, Michael Budwitz, to see if he could do the narration. And she's saying, um, oh, by the way, I was at Agape. I didn't go up and meet Michael. I just, you know, let it be. I enjoyed his presence and, and what he did, but I didn't go up and meet him, and Wayne didn't talk to him yet about me. So you got to know that. Next day, I get a call that, uh, from, the, from the lady that was uh, uh, trying to get it. Did you know that your proposal is back on the table at the Gothic, at with Michael Beckwith? I'm like, no, I didn't know. And I tell her, did you know that I was there yesterday to see Michael on stage? And she's like, Get out of here! That's 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 crazy. That's amazing. So the next thing happens is uh, I call up the assistant of Michael, just telling the story. I'm like, you know, I'm here. If Michael needs me to clarify stuff, uh, because I know there's no footage, the only pictures, the only story. I'm here to let me know. Uh, she's like, okay, uh, if we need you, I'll let you know. They don't call me back. I finish my book. I go back home, and knowing that. If it needs to be Michael, it's going to be Michael. If not, it's going to be somebody better. I'm totally cool with it. Uh, two weeks later, I get the call. Michael is in. He's going to do the narration of the movie. Amazing. So that that whole story, it's it's you know, it's it proved to me that um, releasing, letting go, yep. even Let so, if, some, if something looks bad, um, it, just wait until it unfolds all the way. Don't get frustrated. Um, let it be, let it be, let it be. Yep. And yep. and wait till the big picture is there. So that's how I got to Michael Beckwith. And and then he said, yes, a couple of months later, I was back in L.A. working with him in the studio. And, and he, I mean, it starts with seeing Michael in the secret and thinking, wow, this is a cool, cool guy. And ending up with sitting with Michael in the studio. And now he's reading Amazing. the stuff that I have written down for my movie. That's crazy. Amazing. Yeah. I, I, I have it. to quote it's what you said, uh, Len. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I have to quote what you said in Super Guide Me, the edition that you wrote to Oprah Winfrey. I yeah. like what you said. I quote, I believe that everything happened for good reason. Yes. I believe that everything is possible. I believe in love, the unconditional source. I believe that I can do, become, and achieve anything. I believe that those who are the most difficult to love are the ones that need the most. End quote. You know, I, 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 you know, I mean, obviously, what you just said, everything does happen, you know, for a reason. You told your story, and it led you directly to Michael Beckwith. And I can, of course, you know, the show is not about me here today; it's about you. But I can totally understand and believe what you're coming from because I have one instant after another that happens because of me letting go and be inspired and guided to exactly what I wanted if I just let it be. Um, and, and things do happen for a reason, so I do appreciate that. 
we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about love, the law of love, and we're going to talk about more about your book, um, The Super Guide Me and uh, The Law of the Heart. And, and uh, So please stay tuned, okay? All right. Thank you. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. With the studio here with me, Len Branson, the author of Super Guide Me. He's a Belgian author, filmmaker, and journalist. And before the break, we were talking about his um, journey on um, the nine-day journey that he did to do the movie, the documentary, and uh, his experience meeting Michael Beckwith, one of my favorite um, inspirational leader. Oh, my God, I just love him. And I love Ricky. Ricky is incredible. Um, I want to say bonjour. Comment ça va, Len? Oh, oui, oui, oui. <laughs> okay, I forgot to say that in the beginning, but thank you again for being here. It's really delight. I'm delighted to be um, to have you here in um, in in the studio with me. So let's talk about love, the unconditional love, the law uh, of love. But before I you answer the question, I want to again say what you said in your book, um, Super Guide Me the addition you wrote to Oprah Winfrey. Have you heard from Oprah, by the way? Uh, not yet. You know what? Not yet, I but just, you will. I, oh, yeah, of course. And I okay, just, you I will. Just, okay, I just so here's walked. what you said. Okay. Can I quote? Okay. If people, if people followed the wisdom of their heart, our planet would look quite a bit differently. There would be no place for hate, frustration, pollution, suffering, pain, war, lack, agony, and famine. Thank you for saying that because it's so true. So tell us a little bit about the law of the heart. What is love? Oh wow! See that that's 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 so great about the question mark, right? What is love? And immediately you engage me in going inside and starting to see what my answer to that would be. And I don't think there's one answer to it. Uh, so everybody would have a different answer for it. Um, so. For me, what is love? Um, love, love. I see, I see in, in, in everything. I, I, I see it in, in in food. I see it in the eyes of a child. I see it in in people engaging and doing beautiful stuff and sharing and giving and and um, in, in living the, the the life to to the fullest, really. Um, as I try to do every single day, I get up. That's my intention. Um, what is love? I love I love questions. So what is love? So now you're engaging me to go inside. What is love today for me? Because the answers are 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 growing and expanding every day too. But once you you've given an answer, the next day your answer can be different. So what is love? What is love? Can I give you my version of love? And then yeah, you know what? You can, you can be maybe uh you know because I know you have said a lot of beautiful things. Um. I'm just going to tell you because I know our our, our um, human um, experience to emotion. 
love and fear. And love to me is the absence of fear. Love is when we can close our eyes and, and, and not worry about anything, you know, not being afraid of anything. You know, because, I mean, we're talking about the pure love, and I know you talk about that in your words. I've read the beautiful things that you said about that, um, the unconditional sort of love. You know, that most of us, unfortunately, we, you know, most people, not many people experience that. Of course, you, you always have the unconditional love, mother to a child, you know, father to a child. Um, that's unconditional love. But the love that we always seek is within, right? Right, Absolutely. And so I'll you let you what? take over from that because <laughs> you know. So yeah, I and and for me, I I haven't been able yet to uh, word the answer to the to the definition what is love yet. I can't word it. I feel it, and it's amazing, and it powers me, and it 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 it, it keeps me going, and it, it makes me forgive and be compassionate and give and love and share. It's 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 a feeling, and and the, I haven't found the words yet to describe what I feel yet, mm-hmm. but I feel it. So, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I I found this online, um, uh, and it's it's a great little definition here. It's um, I found it somewhere on Facebook, and it's the answer to this question by a girl named Emma, mm-hmm. and she's and she's six years old, and this is what she wrote down. What is love? Question mark. Love is when you're missing some of your teeth, but you're not afraid to smile because oh. you know your friends will still love you even though some of your teeth is missing. Oh my God! Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful, and that's from a child coming from a six-year-old who doesn't even think so much into the definition. Wow. That's that's why she's so blessed. No, not a lot of thought there. Just coming from the heart and, and expressing it. I love that definition. It, it, it's beautiful. Well, I'm going to go a little deeper with you here because I'm always about thought-provoking or heart-provoking, whatever. What comes okay. first, the thought or the emotion? What comes first, the thought or the, or the emotion? Um, that's, that's a great question. That's a great question. I love that. Uh, let me go inside here. Um Thought or emotion? Well, I think the first the first response to something is a thought that is connected to uh, uh, the experience, mm-hmm. and then you add the emotion that is connected to the data that you have gathered, the inform- information you have gathered, the conditioning that you you have uh, you have in your life, the the history, the past, and that's where the emotion comes in. So, so that's why it could be different. Somebody could um, watch a movie, for example, that is, is very romantic, and for somebody, the, the romance could, uh, the thought of the romance could trigger a lot of beautiful stuff. And for somebody else, in a, with a different uh, history, different past, the thought of romance could uh, trigger uh, the emotion of loneliness uh, at the same time. So. I, for me, it's like the thought first, and then the emotion, and the emotion is connected to the past. Absolutely, and that's how I, you know, of course, I, I'm not saying that's the correct way, but that's how I believe because I think we think something and then we feel it, and if we can actually pay a little bit more attention about what we're thinking, you know, we can we can be more deliberate in how what we feel. 
Um, but it's it's difficult. It takes a lot of practice, and I know I have uh, you know been there, and and I've I've done you know my work. I don't have to do it you know deliberately now because it comes natural to me. It comes with practice. But it is it's, it's very difficult for most of us to really control how we feel. So that's why when you watch something, you know, it's almost like, I mean, it's not necessarily brainwashing, but like, you know, you're watching a TV or you're watching a commercial, whatever, you get, you feel it. You literally, whatever the message that they're giving you, you start thinking it and then you feel it in your body and you, you, the feeling comes after. Um, Yeah, and it's important to distinguish uh, uh, the two words here, uh, uh, feelings and emotions. Um, For me, what I feel is it feels good or it feels bad. And then the emotion is uh, the history, is the past, is the old data that I attach to it. So that could be uh, jealousy or joy or whatever that is. Um, but uh, for me, the law of the heart is really what you feel is telling you and giving you all the information that you really need. So if something feels bad, there's a, a, a seed there to find the information to why it feels bad. And once you, you start practicing and going there, you actually uh, are able to shift pretty fast uh, because you recognize and you understand how uh, emotions are uh, created, really. Um, and, and the feeling is the GPS, what you feel. It feels good, feels bad. That's that inner GPS working for you, that inner voice, that right. whatever you want to call it. You know, as, as you noticed, I, I actually... Uh, um Put the title of the show, Activate the Wisdom of Your Heart, and of course I brought it in from what I've read, you know, from your materials and everything, so it's not an original, uh, not claiming that. But what I wanted to say, um, most of us really use our head before we use our heart, and, and uh, how do we activate the wisdom of the heart? Well, it's it's kind of easy. I, I'm, I almost want to say, how, how, how do you not activate it? Um, because it, it's actually always activated. Um, it's always working for you. So whatever you do, whatever you say, wherever you are, you are going to feel what that is about. So you're going to feel, is it good or is it bad for me? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Is it a good uh, experience or a bad experience? And with good or bad, I mean, there's no good and bad in general, but let's just talk on, on human terms here, and it was about the human experiences that we have. Um, because the big, in the big picture, everything is really good, as I just uh, showed, uh, demonstrated with the story about Michael, where everything that looked bad ended me up with mm-hmm. Michael being in the studio with him. Um, but so the law of the heart and the, the, the wisdom of the heart is always working for you. The heart is always speaking to you. It's always there, always listening, being there, watching out for you. So the trick is to act on what it's telling you. If something feels bad, you are able to navigate and switch route, take a different path, um, uh, or, or stand still for a minute and, and reflect on it or let it be at some point. So your heart is always there. It's always activated. So you don't and have it to doesn't act. lie to you. It does not exactly. lie to you. Right. And you don't have to activate it because you know. You know. You always know. When you are um, trying to convince somebody of something that is not really good, actually, but you want to make money or whatever, Inside of you, something, your heart will tell you, like, hey, is this really good what you're doing? Should you really do this to this person and, and, and you know, cheat or be, be bad or, or whatever you do? And, and so your heart is really guiding and telling you. And you know, even if you 
try to ignore it or numb it with alcohol or drugs or whatever you do, it will keep on telling you what to do. And the great thing is, once you start listening to it and acting on it, your life becomes magical. You will find that happiness and that joy that you were looking for. As long as you ignore the signs and the information that is coming from there, you'll have a kind of a hard time somehow. So in my, in my opinion, it's quite easy and quite simple. You have right. to listen and you have to act. That's the only thing. Right. And in the beginning, it's going to be hard, but by practice, it's going to get easier and easier and easier. And then you're going to see the proof of it too. Right. Because you're going to get proof at some point, and the proof is only going to get better and more beautiful. And at some point, it's about joy, 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 joy. Well, you know, the problem of, with most of us is we look on the outside for the answer. You know, the answer is within you. And I think, you know, the more you listen, the more, you know, obviously you got to ask the question like we talked about. Start with a simple question. But then you've got to be quiet to hear the answer. Um, and, yeah. and don't be distracted by the external world. Uh, by the way, uh, Len, I just wanted to mention, I'm not sure, I don't think you are signed in in the chat room. There's a Pam in the chat room. Hello, Pam. She said, great show so far, really interesting stuff. My inner GPS brought me here. That's cool, Pam. Face. So I told her, I said, hello, Pam. Um, she said, yeah, this, this, she's so sweet. Thank you, Pam, for your for your comment. Um, so anyway, I have to share that with you so we don't go off the air and you don't know that. Uh, oh, she great. Said, Thank you. I love that because I read it somewhere about the GPS. You talked, my GPS uh, brought me here. And, and, and it's a great uh, um, way to describe it because I always say it's like in, in order for you to get somewhere, you know, when you set your GPS, you, you set it to a destination, but you start from where you are right now and your your GPS you know, will take you to your destination, but you might, you know, also you're going to encounter a few things and unless you have plans and, you know, and, 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 and deal with some of these problems that come along the way, you know, you're going to have a hard time getting your destination, but the bottom line, you, you should, um, you should really listen to that yes. in our yes. GPS and, 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 uh, let it guide you to where you need to be. So uh, great stuff. I mean, I'm I'm really excited, you know, to be speaking with you again. I I mentioned that off the air, you know, how um, you know, really happy to have someone who share similar, you know, background and mind thinking and heart thinking. Um, in your book, Super Guide Me, you refer to your book as a comprehensive user-friendly guide on happiness. Now, most people define if you would ask someone and I'm again, I'm going to ask you that question. If you ask someone, what is happiness? And you're going to get a zillion, billion answer, right? People can define happiness with how much money they have or their status or whatever it is that they can, you know, feel makes them happy. And obviously when they get them, we know a lot of stories where people get what they ask for and they're still unhappy. So tell us why you think, you know, can you tell us about a little bit about that book and why you think it's a comprehensive guide to happiness in the second part? What is happiness? Or we can start vice versa. <laughs> Whatever you want to answer first, it's up to you. Yeah. <clears throat> well, as you said, um, people are, are not only uh, looking for answers outside of them, they're also looking for happiness outside of them. Um, and, and thinking it's, it's um, happiness is something that is on a bank account or the car that you're driving or uh, the power you have or stuff like that. And, and for most people, that journey, uh, in the end somewhere uh, or hopefully in uh, halfway or in the beginning, 
uh, that's even better, um, they find out that uh, it's not outside of them, it's inside of them. And, and that's why I call myself an, an inner millionaire, because I've really discovered that uh, it's inside of me. All the riches is coming from within. All the answers are coming from within. And the book Super Guide Me is, is basically, um, uh, first of all, it's a companion to the movie Super Guide Me. Um, but it's a standalone uh, book as well. And uh, I believe it's, it's such a great thing because this book, I say it to everybody, this is like the last thing that you ever need to buy or the last workshop you ever need to do or the last book, DVD, whatever. It's the last thing you, 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 you ever need to buy because this is it. It will teach you how to um, get in touch with that inner wisdom. And it will teach you about how powerful uh, the law of the question mark really is and how simple it is uh, at the same time. Um, we all tend to say, and I just wrote a blog about that, that life is hard and life is difficult and you only can become enlightened through suffering and blah, 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 blah. And, and yes, that is true, but it's also true that life is easy and life is simple and you can become enlightened through joy. And so there's, there's many ways uh, there. And um, this book is trying to show you uh, and inspire you to discover and 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 uh, find out about uh, a very very easy and simple way to activate and and to um, get to the to the to those inner riches that is that is waiting for you, and it's uh, it's guiding you through uh, nine life questions, the same questions that we tackled in the movie Supervise Me. And it's leaving space in the book for you to actually write down your answers because this book is not about me. And that's why I can say this is the best book mm -hmm. out there and the last one you ever had to buy because it's your book. The person that has the book, it's, it's their book. It's not my book. I'm just giving a couple of guidelines. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and uh, because when people see the questions and they start to go within and they start to apply the simple practice of listening and, and writing down the answers, at that moment, a door is open. A door is open to uh, limitless wisdom, to limitless riches, to, uh, to a really uh, abundant life. Um, and this book is, is bringing you there. And, uh, and it's really simple. It's really simple. We, it is. Uh, it really is. And I, we I, tend to make it complicated, right. but it's right. not. It's really not complicated. And, right. and you know, we got to start saying that. And more people got to start being that, living that, and, and inspiring that. Because we've had 2,000 years where suffering was number one in the, in the chart. And, you know, it's time for other stuff coming in and, and, and we have to put joy in it now. We've had the suffering and it's time for joy and we got to speak about joy and live uh, joy and live love and be love. And, and it, it starts with a couple of people, but the more we all do this, we actually change the whole paradigm on this earth. And um, it's so powerful. So in the beginning, people are always saying, oh, it's easy for you to say and blah, 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 blah. But my life has, has been as easy or as difficult as anybody else's life. I just chose to look at it in a different way and to live it in a different way and to share it in a different way. And, and this you, book you had your own, you had, I mean, in your book, you mentioned, you know, in, in, in the end, you talked about your, your experience in life. I mean, we all go through obstacles and, and some fall, downfalls and, and, and problems. And you are not coming from a place like, I don't know what I'm talking about. You've been there. 
Well, we all we all we all are here, right? We right. all have it. We all know it. We've all experienced right. it. And there's the good stuff, and there's the bad stuff. And in the end, it's it's not good or bad stuff. It's all good stuff actually. But that's that's what you figure out after a while. Uh, the bigger picture is a really great picture. So oh, um, yeah, yeah. This book is is really a, a super guide, super guide me. It's a guide bringing you there, so you can start uh, doing this. In your life, and and anybody who is able to word uh, a sentence with a question mark at the end is able to unlock this uh, this, this door of, of of amazingness, really. And uh, that's why I'm so happy about this book, and I'm 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 really thrilled about it because you know I have to say it's a great book because it's not my book, it's your book. And to emphasize that, I've actually created uh, so I have the the regular version. I have the free online version. I have the the regular version, which is a, a book you can order online as well. But I also have, and that's really fun. I have the personalized version. And the personalized version you can order, and your name is on the cover next to my name, so it really becomes your book. And your name is mentioned in the book many times. And since you, when you buy the book, are going to answer the questions in the book anyhow, this will become fully your book. So yeah, there's a personalized version of the book as well, and, and that one is a lot of fun. A lot of people are ordering it, and they're getting it at home, and they love it. And now the great thing is you can do this every year. I think everybody should, should write this book every year just to see how you expand and how you grow. And after, for example, 10 years, you've written 10 of these books. How much fun is it? Because the answer comes from you. You answer those questions that you put in exactly. there. And, I, yeah, I do appreciate that. It's definitely uh, something that I uh, um very enlightening. Let me ask you, i got a couple of more questions. I know the time flies by. Of course, you can, you know, always can go over, over time, but uh, our live listener will not be able to hear us till after the show is archived. So I'm going to try to get in here with a couple of questions before um, the show go, go off the air. Um, uh, I, you know, of course, our beliefs, you know, the beliefs that we inherited, you know, sort of dictate our life. And uh, my philosophy is really if we want to change our life, we need to either change some of these beliefs or get rid of some of these beliefs and put new ones in. What is your philosophy about that? I mean, what do you, you know, from your experience, from your work, um, what are your thoughts about beliefs and, 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 and how, you know, how important is it in your mind, in your opinion, well, I have a whole chapter on that in Super Guide Me about the power of belief. And, and you know, I as I believe it is that whatever you believe is going to be your reality. Right. It's, it's true. So even, for example, somebody who we consider crazy and, and that person is saying, I see the ghost of, uh, of the past in my life every night or whatever. If that person believes it, that person has this reality. So for that person... That is completely true. So there's no need to tell somebody that their truth is not their is not true because somebody who has a truth, who has a belief, that's their reality anyway. So whatever you believe is shaping your reality. And once you know that, um, if you check your beliefs on many levels, from what is your belief on money, what is your belief on happiness, what is your belief on love, what is your belief on friendship, what is your belief on your job, your your body. If you check all those beliefs, you can actually uh, uh, get a great picture on um, what your current reality is, and you can see what beliefs you might change. Because I mean, today 
doesn't have to be something that you have to believe tomorrow. As we've seen with the, with the world, really, at some point, we all believed the earth was flat, and now we believe it's, it's not flat. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's this globe-shaped uh, uh, thing now. Um, so whatever you believe is true. And if you know that, and if you check your beliefs uh, on a regular basis, you can actually shape your reality and, and, and make it in a way that it feels better for you. So the law of belief, the power of belief, uh, is, is amazingly powerful. So whatever you believe is true. So you better check your beliefs. You check. You better check your beliefs. What do you believe? Exactly. It really. I want to add to this. I to to what you're saying. This is something that I do. You know, in my professional too, and for myself. Myself. You know, I always ask, why do I believe that? So again, yeah. I ask the question, why do I believe that? So like if you yeah. say like life is so difficult, why do I believe life is so difficult? And I can life. guarantee you, just by bringing that awareness and that question to you to your mind, you realize it's like wow, I need to get rid of this because that doesn't make any sense. You know? It's not serving. It's not serving you. It's not and, serving and my purpose. It's not serving my existence. And then therefore, you know, but it all comes back to asking the question and realizing why you believe one, one belief. I'm going to ask you one more question and right. wrap oh, it up. Well, uh, because be, be, that question, before, what's that? Before, before we go, I just want to mention something really cool that's coming up this Monday. Uh, and that is a, a great Google Hangout with one of my best friends, Frank Ferrante, from the movie May I Be Frank. And we're doing a Google Hangout together, and it's going to be so much fun. So I want people, if, if, if you haven't seen the movie May I Be Frank, check it out online, May I Be Frank. And if you want to sign up for the Google Hangout, go to mayispeakfrankly.com. Frank oh, Ferrante. Okay. Frank Ferrante is a hero. So he's amazing. I just wanted to plug that in because he's so cool. Oh, I will be on there too. Um, you know what? If you can IM me later with that, and I will add it to the show page so people who listen to the show archive they can yes, yes. they can know about it too. So you know, just in case. Um, I love. So, <laughs> I love Frank. That is very cool. I love Google Hangout, by the way. Um, yes. it's, it's you know for people who have never used it, you should check it out. Anyhow, um, okay. My last question, not last but not least. And, and hopefully there'll be more, you know, for us to talk about. Um, the philosophy of God, you know, what, is, what does God represent to you? Wow, and that's the, the first question that we had on the on our Super Wide Me uh, uh, trip to, to Spain and Andalusia. I thought, let's start out with a heavy question here. So the first question of the book and Super Guide Me and movie Super Wide Me is, who am I and who is God? And now, for everybody, that would be a different answer. Um, so if I have to answer that question, for me, uh, who am I? Who is, let's, let's talk about who is God. Um, for me, God is love. God is, is, is the, the source, is, is that energy that we are all part of because we're all one with that. Um, so it's, it's the oneness, really. Um, and uh, I'm not really uh, triggered or, or connected to, to any religion trying to define it, really. So I try right. to, to leave that open, um, and, and for lack of a better word, uh, uh, love, God is love, we are God, uh, we're all one. That would be the word that I throw in if I would uh, try to define uh, God. But again, for everybody, that would be 
a different answer. So I, I encourage everybody to ask themselves. To ask this question. Because, I mean, I ask the question not on the religious aspect of God. Because God, you know, to me, it doesn't represent the religion either. I, you know, I look at God differently. I look at God in everyone. I look at God in myself. I, I mean, I always say when people say, you know, w- w- you know, what's your religion? I said, God. <laughs> That's what my religion is. It wouldn't God to you. I'm like, well, all you have to do is just look in the mirror, you know, and, and, and you'll see God. I mean, it's, uh, it's, he's not that far, he or she or whatever, you know, the spirit, divine, whatever you, you know, you want to label it. It's not a label. It's, 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 uh, I, I, I can't even describe it. I mean, to me, if you said it very well, God is love. And if we can see love in everything and, and, um, be connected to that. So let's wrap it up. It's been a great show. It went really quick. I wish I knew you back in 2009, and I would have gone with you on that journey. I would love Hi. to be able. <laughs> but hopefully it will be another one, and I, I can be part of it. Um, but let's, uh, let's tell our listeners more, more and more time, you know, um, how they can get a hold of you, some of the things that you're doing, and uh, we'll get you on your way. All right. Um, so... Uh... You want, want me to tell you where people can can go to and stuff, or yeah, I mean that? anything that you'd like to share for people to you know follow you some of the places well, you know of course we know about the hangout at Google Hangout on Monday. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I encourage everybody to connect with me on Facebook. I'm pretty uh, uh, reachable there for everybody actually. Facebook, Len Branson, you'll find me. Uh, of course, if you Google Super Wide Me or Super Guide Me, uh, you'll get to a lot of pages. But most of you can find uh, on Facebook or on uh, the website uh, that I put out, and uh, I'll send you some information so you can, can get in touch with me. I love to get in touch with people and, and share uh, everything I have. And, and for everybody, um, the movie Super Wise Me, Law of the Heart is available to watch for free. It's narrated by Michael Beckwith, and you can see it uh, on the website ebrighter.com. That's E-B-R-I-T-E-R.com, the free online educational inspirational platform. It's in classroom number one. That is that's great. Thank you so much. And thank you, Pam. Pam said she God is love. I am love. I am my God. Um, I love that. Thank you so much. And I thank everybody in the chat room. You guys are mwah, love to all of you and love to everybody who's listening to the show live. And if you are listening to our archive and of course if you downloaded the show on iTunes, I do appreciate and love you all. You guys are amazing. And and I have to tell you, Len, I was inspired to do this show over two years ago, and out of the blues, I'm a very busy person, and, you know, unfortunately, I can't do more than once a week, uh, so I, I put my time to do this show because I have to tell you, I really was inspired to to do this show just to give back and, and to share and, 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 and to, you know, spread the love and, and uh, uh, because everybody deserves to be happy. Everybody is love, and everybody is amazing. And I do appreciate everybody for showing up in their life because, you know, you make your life. So, Len, thank you, my friend. And you are amazing. I love you. Thank you again. And I hope to be, you know, doing something with you in the future, in near future. And if not, we'll still be communicating and we'll always be friends. Thank you so much. I love to be, I love to be part of this and I love to be uh, helping spreading love. So I'm happy that I'm not doing this just by myself and there's many people around me starting to do it. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. You are so delighted. Yeah, thank you again. Much love. Thank you. All right. 
All right, my friends, that concludes our show for today. And, again, you know, just please follow the show for up-to-date information. You know, connect with me as well on Twitter, on Facebook. If you'd like to know more about how I can be in service to you, make sure you visit my website, www.coachingbyria.com. I'm also on Skype, Coach Ria, one word. And I'm everywhere where you are. You are love. You are amazing. And until next time, be amazing. All right, my my friend. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye now. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com, and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.